What is up? How we doing? Welcome back to the In the Round podcast. You got Matt. You got Tyler. And you've got the Coda Bear and, of course, the podcast episode eight with the In the Round podcast. And it is crazy. We've made it so far eight episodes. It's been awesome. We've had some great Just guests. two months now. Two months. Holy shit. Two yeah. months. Damn, time flies when you're having fun or when you're doing whatever it is that we do. But we have we had two guests on for this episode. Because we had two members of a band, our first band that we have encountered um, on this podcast, and they are awesome. They are wild. They are two of my favorite guys. Wild is an understatement. Wild is an understatement. And we didn't even have the wildest one. No, we didn't have the wildest one. So two guys from a band called Shelton Road. We had Andrew Velez and we had Sean Bellamy. Andrew's the lead singer vocalist, and Sean is the bass player, also on backing vocals. And they came in, they hung out with us, and they have a really cool story. I learned a lot about those two guys, Tyler. I think oh, yeah, man. you did as well. Very different backgrounds. Yeah, me and Velez have kind of talked, you know, at on Broadway, uh, smoking cigarettes late at night on Tuesday, whenever <laughs> I used to work security there. But uh, I knew a lot about him before. You know, he's a good old Alabama boy, just like me. Oh, he is. And Sean is a, uh, a Tennessee and a native here, what we call a unicorn horns up to the unicorns. And uh, it's a great conversation. It's a lot of fun. Probably the wildest episode that we've had so far. So sit back, enjoy this one. You want to say something? No, go ahead. No, you would say, say it. All I got to say is uh, shout out to Mason. Ah! Yeah, shout out to Mason, shout out to the rest of the crew, Spencer and uh, Michael, I think his name is, right? Yeah, Mike. Michael, yeah, 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 they're a great band, they're called Shelton Road, look them up, you're definitely going to want to after this episode. Now, without further ado, let's go in the round with Shelton Road. Tyler, hit that damn music. podcast you got matt tyler coda the whole crew we got two of my favorite guys one of my favorite bands that we get to see here in music city i love these guys i look forward to whenever they're on playing at uh playing at our workplace playing anywhere downtown and midtown it's two of the guys from a band called shelton road we got sean bellamy and andrew velez fellas how you doing good man just hanging out yeah man <laughs> that's awesome so so we're recording this on a monday how was your guys weekend busy like, uh, we played a bunch Friday and Saturday, and then yesterday, uh, Sunday, I guess. I don't know when this is going to air, but yeah, no, Sunday, I just grilled out and got a new dog, and so I've been, like, chasing after puppy pee everywhere all weekend, <laughs> so. I, I just made a bunch of adult purchases on a Saturday and then had to suit up yesterday for Easter and stuff. That's all. That's, so you you that's actually all. went to church and did the did the Easter thing. Yeah, after being a heathen and getting home at like almost four a.m. and then I had to be up at seven and actually shower and be like a productive <laughs> member of society. <laughs> that's not that's not a, a usual Sunday. Yeah, because something I was surprised about. This is my first. It was my first uh, Easter Sunday down here in Nashville. I'm figuring I'm in the Bible Belt. It's not going to be busy downtown, but sure enough, I'm working downtown, and we have kickouts on Easter Sunday, and I'm like, Welcome to just, Nashville. It just well, doesn't stop. We're in the Bible Belt, but the people on Broadway aren't. No, like, they're, they they're are not from here. No, they're traveling down. No, man. they are from. They are from everywhere. You said adult purchases. What constitutes an adult purchase? I bought a tie nice. and a pocket square. You bought a pocket square? Yeah, and new Holy shoes. Shit. Did you fold it yourself? I did. I have no You got to teach me how to do that. I, have no I, I can. I can do that. Like I said, I'm an adult sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. So adult purchases and the puppy. What's the, what's the dog's name? Rhett. Rhett. Yep. Rhett. And he's the, what kind of dog is he? he well, we're not sure. You know, we uh, got him from the society, but he's, 
he's big. Like he's gonna be huge. <laughs> That's about all we really know about him. He's got a good nose, which is nice. Because my other dog can't smell anything at all. Well, so. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so, like now, me, I... so now talking about the music stuff. So you guys have been in Nashville for how long? You guys have been here for a little while, a long time. Oh, I was I was born and raised here. Oh, you're a unicorn. So I'm a unicorn. Oh, shit. I, I made this joke the other day. Horns up for That's you, right. unicorns. There's not, <laughs> that many, not that many of y'all here. Yeah, there's there's hardly any actual Nashville natives left in town. Everybody got out when everybody started coming in. So, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, you're fr- so where in Nashville are you from? Uh, I grew up on the west side in a, a area called Bellevue. Okay. Uh, it's probably about ten to fifteen minutes outside of downtown, but it's a nice little area. And I'm actually moving back there next month. So oh, awesome! Cool. All right, cool. Sweet. Yeah, I I grew up in Alabama, and then I moved I moved to Nashville in 2010, the first time. And I was here. For a few years, and then I went to Georgia, and I've been back now almost a year. About now. a year, yeah. Yeah, coming up on a year. So Awesome. So how did you guys get to be playing music together? And you guys are a five-piece band at times, sometimes even more, sometimes less, and you guys put on a great, rowdy show, like one of one of the more fun shows that... Thank you, man. We sit, we sit back and listen to people play on Broadway <laughs> all the time and play in Midtown and play all the time, but you guys are one of the ones that we really look forward to seeing when we're at work. That's you awesome. Know? That's Thanks. Awesome. Hey, so how did Shelton Road come to be? So, well, Sean and I have been playing together going on nine years now. Um, we actually met through another friend of mine who was a guitar player from Alabama, where I'm from, and uh, he was playing in what prog rock, I guess you could call it. Yeah, it, it was a prog, prog rock. rock. <laughs> it was a prog rock group called Pay the Sky, uh, and it was me and this guitar player, our buddy Adam, and then uh, two other guys. And then so, Adam one day said, "Hey, I've got a buddy who needs a bass player. Is it cool? Like if." Would you want to come to a rehearsal? I'm like, uh, sure. Uh, let me check my schedule. And I actually missed the first rehearsal. And yeah, uh, that was a good way to start. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Adam came back. He's like, dude, I know you had stuff going on, but I really think you would enjoy this. I was like, okay, I'll be, I promise I'll be at the next one. And then I met this guy at a mellow mushroom in Murfreesboro. Yeah, he came, up, he came up like <laughs> I forgot about that day because we were yeah. watch, we were watching uh, Great Barrier Reefs play like this steel drum combo thing. It, yeah, it's a weird group, very but, mellow mushroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I met him. I he didn't remember that night at Mellow when I showed up to rehearsal. Like, did I meet you the other day? I'm like, yeah, we are all pretty. <laughs> Dude, it was mellow it was mushroom, like, <laughs> man. What is? We're watching a guy play a steel drum on a stage with a magical school bus behind it. You're not supposed <laughs> to remember those nights. It's true. But yeah, so then um, I, we had like a 10-hour rehearsal, and then two weeks later we played our first set of shows down in Alabama. Yeah. And uh, then he ended up taking over a roommate of mine's lease for the next two months through the summer, and then we moved into a place. Yeah, we Murphy's ended up living Road. together for three, three years, years, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, some things happened, and we kind of didn't talk for a little while, and then now we're back playing together again. And you guys are playing all over the place. You're not just a like. There's a lot of there's a lot of groups and a lot of artists and bands that'll just just play Broadway. They're, yeah, they're Broadway cover mm-hmm. bands. You guys go out on the road and do your own thing. Yeah, man, we're trying to. We're <laughs> we're doing it more this year than we ever have in the past for sure. Um, but yeah, so we do Broadway during the week, and then we try to as many weekends as we can kind of get away from Nashville. Because Broadway is great for what it is. Yeah. You know, you get to play a lot of front of, front of a lot of people. 
you know, you get to make some new fans, meet some cool people. But if you don't find some way to get off that street every now and then, you're going to burn yourself out, you know. And we want to keep doing this, you know. I don't want this to be a one-year thing that goes away because all of us are tired of it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we tra- we're trying to travel a lot this year. We're going to further out places. We used to just tour basically in the southeast. But this year we're going all the way up to Wisconsin. We're going out to California. We're doing Vegas. We're doing all sorts of stuff this year that Damn. we've never done before. So. Yeah. I can't wait to see what the reaction is for your guys' show out in somewhere like California or Las Vegas because you guys you guys play a show with balls like you guys really get after it and get crazy and just when I think oh they they can't cover a um, a nineties NWA song <laughs> Dr. Dr. Dre, there'll be a freaking forty minute rap battle I've been between you and who's, who's Michael this? Sharp and Michael Sharp who is My- a talented little bastard he is yeah, he is a wild man he is awesome and very good at what he does yeah he's yeah. awesome look him up online at Michael Sharp Keys by the way but he is an incredible keyboard player and when he does his rap thing I just get pissed off because normally when I'm in a group I'm the rap guy like yeah. I'm the guy who knows the rap I go hey have you heard this song they go what the hell is a Kanye I don't know what you're talking about but he knows everything and it yeah. blows my mind. What I love, one of the first shifts that I, I worked where I got to see you guys, I think it was like a 30-something minute rap battle. Somewhere around there. It might have been, <laughs> might have been closer to 50. I might be exaggerating. But you and him just started going back and forth. And you just kept it going on the bass, Sean. Yeah. And Mason's back there on the drums going, ha, ha. And he's just doing his <laughs> back, trying to do his background vocal as much as he can. And yeah, the, the uh, optimal word that Mason usually uses during that is Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang anytime yeah, anytime goes, Wu-Tang? that he can... Yeah. He he finds a place in like every four bars that he can just shout Wu Tang into his mic. Yeah, and we love it. And or he like, just yells. Yeah, that's that's Mason. He 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 hits things and he yells. How did how did how did he get into the mix? He does how, more than that. He yeah. does, he does did, more than that. How did how did the rest how did the rest of the band get together with you guys? Um, that process. Mason and I we played for another artist uh, coming up on four years ago, um, and it just kind of. That eventually kind of fell through, but uh, he he and I just decided, you know, we're really good as a rhythm section together. Um, our style, we kind of came from similar, you know, backgrounds with our music stuff, and um, he he's more of the rock stuff, and I grew up on a lot of rock, but I also add a little bit of my funk and jazz stuff that yeah. I studied, and so the like us together, we we kind of made a pretty cool rhythm section. And um, then once uh, Andrew, once he moved back to town last year, uh, we, you know, we were starting to play more and more together. He'd come up from Atlanta and I would play for him here in town. And then um, I had a couple other projects that I was doing last year and I lost a couple players to tours and this, that, and the other. And so my buddy Brett said, Hey, you need to check out, my friend Spencer on guitar, you need to put him on a couple shows. And so we got, um, we got together and he started subbing in for me whenever I didn't have guitar players. And then finally became a weekly thing where he was playing on my shifts when he wasn't out with his artist gigs and all that. And then, um, Velez and I, we started talking and we started getting more shows put on the books. And so I'm like, Hey, let's bring these guys in. Um, I already have a really good rapport with them. They can learn anything up and down that you need. And it's just, it's taken off from there. So yeah. it's at, been really, and at the really time, nice to have all that. At the time when I came back to Nashville and Sean was helping me find these players, we would, 
in at least in my head, I don't know about you, but in my head, it was not going to be a band thing. Like I was going to come back and do the artist thing again. Yeah. And then once I started playing with those guys and actually getting to know them and seeing we were so much better when all of us are there, that's when we made the decision to make it a band. And once we did that, I felt like everybody kind of got tighter. We started playing eight, nine times a week together, and then they just don't leave now. <laughs> we just can't get rid of people. Yeah. Shelton Road, where does the name come from? So <laughs> That's all you, bud. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. All right. So it's, it's actually, it was back in high school that uh, the guy who actually introduced me and Sean, um, Adam, we met at a theater company in Alabama where his parents owned the theater, and we were both doing shows together over there. And it was on Shelton Road. And then when we moved to Nashville, because he went to Murfreesboro for MTSU, and then I went to Murfreesboro to pretend I went to MTSU. <laughs> and when I got there, we started talking about We actually put a band together 10 years ago called Shelton Road. And we just liked the way it sounded. It was where me and him met. That was Sean was an original member in that group. And then so when we got back together this time, we are like, what do we want to call it? Like, dude, I still like that name. Like, we never did anything with it. We never traveled with it. We never put any music out. Like, nobody knows it's already been a band name. Why Why not use it? And so we just did. It just kind of, we just liked the way it sounded. And, yeah, that's about it. There's there's not a big crazy story to it. At least to me, <laughs> I think that that idea to call the current band Shelton Road, it kind of got uh, some traction because we knew he was going to be moving back to town. Uh, we knew once his wife had uh, finished up her masters and all that that she, you know, they were going to be coming back coming here. Back, yeah. And so it just so happened that he was going to be here, and then all of the original oh, members I, I of forgot that we did this. Uh, all the original members of that first Shelton Road band were in town because Adam, the guy who introduced us, uh, he's moved out to L.A. now, and so he was back here to see some family uh, last March, and. I talked to the guy who books one of the clubs that we always play. And, and we used like, to play with him back nine years ago. Yeah. Too. We, we, and, play, we played for that guy then, so yeah. we called him up. And we called him up, and we're like, hey, the original Shelton Road boys are going to be in the same town and free on this Friday night. Can we have this stage and do a reunion show? And so we put that together. And then there had been people who had kind of come in and out of the band over the years and we almost did like a timeline type deal yeah. where all the people who ever played for that band came back in and sat in and played a few songs, and it it just kind of yeah. took legs from there. At least in my mind, that's yeah. Like where, I, for, I forgot that that, yeah. that we did that actually, but yeah, that was that was a cool night, and I think that's when we like really made the decision. We're like, yeah, we need to do this as a group, you know, and do it together, especially me and him, and we've been together so long, and then pissed each other off and left for a few years and came back. So it was kind of cool to come back to like that original band name that yeah. we started with the original guys and like make something happen there. Yeah. So, and Mason had kind of taken my spot in their friend group when I left too. Yeah. He kind of became my blood brother. And, after and so when I came town. back, I didn't really have a choice in drummer at the beginning. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, Hey, the, the new you is going to play drums. And I was like, all right, well, fine. <laughs> And luckily, he ended up being a badass. So we, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> it was fine. 
Something else I've been, I've been wanting to ask you guys this uh, for a while, but when when I first saw you guys, you would, you had a T-shirt that you would bring out to the games <laughs> that said, and I, I'm guessing you got in trouble for this. Or no, we didn't get in trouble. Or, we we ran, sold out. We sold out of them, <laughs> I, and then the guy want, that was making them. I, I want one. If yeah. They, if they're still in production. It's a shirt that says Shelton Road, and it says, let, does it, let's get shitty in Music City. Yeah, getting, getting shitty, shitty in, in Music, music City. City. Yeah. And, so what we've actually done is um, we stopped with the T-shirts for now just because over the winter they weren't selling. So we wanted to get some cheaper stuff. And so we got koozies um, that have the same slogan on it. Or we changed it a little bit. We say getting shitty with Music City now so that when we go on the road we can still sell them. But so we've started doing some cheaper items. They still have the same slogan. Um <laughs> But I think probably in the next month or so we'll get some more shirts out and everything. Because I just when I saw that, I'm you will like, have one. I'm like, I like Won't these. I'm, yeah, no, get one, yeah. get one for Tyler <laughs> yeah. too. All right, um, just I'm, give me your sizes and we'll get it taken yeah. care of. All right, sure. sweet, sweet. Because um, when I saw that, and then I started hearing and just watching how the show is like, it's like a roller coaster almost. Because like it'll start out country and yeah. then it'll go in the rock and then it'll go into the hip hop and then it'll go back in the rock and then you'll do your acoustic thing. Those guys will go yeah. do their thing outside, go get some air, and then. It's just all over the place. And then the drum, the fact that Mason and Spencer switch. Yeah, man. Spots, yeah. That doesn't yeah. happen in bands where the guitar player goes and plays drums. The drummer goes and plays guitar. Yeah, while well, the lead singer jumps off and they're both singing and you're still singing. Yeah. And- well, it definitely doesn't happen well, normally. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. we're, we're very lucky in that matter. Um, but the funny thing is we do that even when Spencer's not there. Our other guitar player we use just as good a drummer. So they'll just, <laughs> we, the, the show doesn't change on the few nights because Spencer's out with uh, Adam Doliak. Yeah. So on a lot of weekends, he can't do it. And so we'll bring in Colin or, or one of the other guys, and they all play drums. It's like, why? When do you have time to learn a second instrument like that? Like, or a third. Or, or a third or whatever. Fifth, yeah. Yeah, and to know that many songs for one request come in. Yeah. Broadway can be all over the place. It's not just country like people will think. Yeah. Well, especially when with our show, like – Normally, if the band's country, they're going to get country requests. If they're robbing, they're going to rob. Our show's so damn all over the place that we'll get everything from freaking Old Town Road requests to Miley Cyrus to Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. To Buck Cherry Crazy Bitch. Yeah, Crazy Bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we get that request every week. I don't know who gives us that one. That's. But it's uh, I'm just texting random people. Hey, go to this bar at this time and and request request this song. song. Oh, man. Like we, we had a. It was a couple nights ago. We were playing downtown somewhere, and I literally had someone come up to me with a notepad that said, "Either play Garth Brooks or she fucking hates me." I was like, "What? <laughs> How did this combination come on the same napkin?" And like, they were from close to your hometown. Yeah, they're from. That's Alabama. why you gave it so much thought. Yeah, you're I like, was confused. Can we play this right now? It's seven thirty. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get in trouble for that sometimes. Or killing in the name of. Yeah. yeah thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. Trying to get security people. loves us for that one. <laughs> Closing the night out. Like, all right, do something to get everybody out here. Cool. Rage against the machine. It's perfect. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and then they don't want to leave, and they repeat the words that you tell them to repeat, and it gets it gets wild. But it's a <laughs> it's it's a good time for sure. Now now this podcast we talk a lot about writing, obviously. And you guys have some originals that you've been putting out and been doing that stuff. So how how's the writing process work for you guys as a band? And I know there's different. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. You guys have a lot. A lot of lot of chefs in the kitchen. Well, that's what we're trying to get towards. So like up until now, honestly, I've I've done most of the writing. um, for the group and a lot of it, to be honest, wasn't even band songs at first. There were songs that were written. 
for my solo thing. And then I was like, I think this would work good here. But we're starting to get to the point where we're trying to just get together and write together just because we have so many different influences and so many different styles. Like, I don't want it to sound like every other modern country record out there. Like, you know, I want it to, I want you to hear it and go, why is there a 311 lick in the middle of that? Okay. Oh, Sean's play bass. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, like I want to have those different influences. So we're working on getting together and this new stuff we got coming out later on, which hopefully will be done into the summer or something like okay. that. We'll have a couple more songs. Um, we want it to have more of that rock blues funk influence with it. Um, and that'll come from actually getting in a room with all of us and writing and we just got to get better about scheduling time for that. Yeah. Like, Y'all are gigging so much and hustling that it's, it's got to be hard to yeah. get all that get all well, that together. I mean, even co-writes, Tyler does that. He's a, he's a songwriter. And getting co-writes just without having the schedules that y'all have, that's right. tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've been we've been trying to work on it. I mean, I I personally have been reaching out to some different writers. I know to try to write with them as well. But the other issue is, like, we we play six six days a week, you know, and then we're trying to have a home life. Yeah, you got, know, a, everyone, you got a wife. Everybody yeah, like, goes to this, but it's like, damn. You guys, we got to start getting better about prioritizing. I think it's something we need to do so that we can get all these influences in here because it's gonna it's gonna be a cool sound. Yeah, like, you can just hear like yeah. our versions of cover songs that we do, like "Fishing in the Dark" when we throw. Um, that, oh, that's uh, Rage, too. That's Actually, Rage, yeah. Yeah, throwing Rage over there. Or, like, we'll change up the feel of stuff. You can feel it when it's our our song as a group versus us just playing a song. And I want our originals to sound that way, too, you know? Or the fact that we do, like, a Calypso version of Toes, Toes. by Zach Brown yeah. Band. <laughs> yeah. And, and every time we do it just to make Velez over here just crack up at the beginning of the song, he's like, damn it, why are you guys doing this? But, yeah, yeah like, we we at least from what... I can tell, like, whenever we do finally get to the all of us get together and write, it's not so much going to be like we're going to sit down and like go through your what a lot of people do for their writing sessions where they bring in an idea. It's going to start out probably as a jam so that way we can kind of get a feel of something down and then we may have some lyrical content ideas Mm -hmm. that we can throw into it, you know down the line, but we want to get kind of the overall feel of the song down first and then start writing around yeah. the music. Portion. I've, I've talked to them about doing that actually just literally doing a couple hour jam session, recording it and just giving me the jazz. Cause I can write lyrics all day long. Okay. So you're, you're, lyrics, you're a words guy, lyrics, lyrics and melodies. Okay. I've got all day long. I'm not a musician. Like I'm the first one to admit it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. So having essentially, I hate to call them this cause there would be stuff they wrote or jammed to, but backing tracks to write to where it's them playing in their music. I feel like that'll bring everything together too. I mean, that's how we've started uh, beginning some of our shows now, even. Yeah. One of us will start playing some kind of a groove or whatever. Then Mason will kick in with a beat and then everyone's kind of just vamping over some kind of weird melodic thing that nobody (laughs) knew before. They started playing note one, and then Velez will come in with a toast to start it all off, and then we'll kick into chicken fried or something like that. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But, that, I mean, that's kind of what we want our writing process to be because, it, at least in my um, – from what, from the writing sessions that I have done similar to that, for me at least, it's a lot more beneficial to kind of start in that vein where you're 
like, okay, this groove is going to be, you know, kind of more of a Latin feel, or it's going to be, you know, straight up rock and, you know, all, all the distortion pedals on at once. What? Or, and then, you know, after that, we can kind of mold the lyric content around it. And for the writing sessions that I have done that, because I'm not a big writer, I'm horrible with lyrics. I can write music all day, though. Yeah. So yeah. I think I get it's an interesting transition because we've all done the cover band thing for so long. And this started as a straight up cover band. Yeah. That's what we we're going to do, you know. So now it's only been a few months where we've really been trying to make this transition, start doing more original shows. You know, we've done, you know, Whiskey Jam, Bus Call, stuff like that, and trying to get more things going that we're, we're still figuring it out, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's got to be cool that you're all kind of figuring out together. Like, you guys are all in that. It's cool process. and super annoying at the same time because we all have different ideas about right. doing it. We all come from different backgrounds, yeah. too. I mean, Mason, yeah. Mason's an Ohio guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's Spencer from? He's up Upstate New York. New York. Upstate New York. And and you guys, I mean, you guys yeah. all bring something different, yeah. In that in that sense, so that's pretty cool. Now, for you guys, what does good music sound like? Like, what kind of influences did you all grow up with? I know this could be a loaded question based on your show. I'll let you start because mine's probably a longer sh- answer. Yeah. So, <laughs> as far as it, good music goes, I I listen to all kinds of music. Like, like what's on your spot? Like, if you're listening to Spotify or Apple Music or something, what do you? What's, uh, what's a lot of Eric Church. Okay. Uh, a lot of um, all of Hardy stuff is just on repeat, right? Constantly. We, we were lis- we were listening to Hardy today, and um, I yeah. actually Dave's sitting over there. Um, so I I had to get a rental a rental um, yeah. rental car, and that's the the big Chevy Silverado that's sitting up. Oh, so yeah. Dave Dave wanted. I was wondering to- who struck that. Yeah, so we don't own it. It's a, it's a, it's an Enterprise vehicle until my, until my until my little Chevy Equinox is back. But um, oh, that's all right, we'll get you a truck one. Day. I know. Oh, one fine. day I'll, I'll grow into it. But um, you'll but never Dave, grow into it. <laughs> Dave took the wheel and he's and i'm like so what's i'm like thinking what song to play and he's like anything by hardy just fucking oh, yeah. bump it and we and we threw on um what do we thought i think it was red red it's gotta be redneck redneck or oh, throwback dude. we just four played we just redneck or four by four is my four I, by four is a great one all she left was me is a good one. Yeah. Every, everything that he's put out is well they like about hardy like you just said two of his songs right there like all she left was me is like a great lyrical song yeah and then you turn on something like four by four and it's not the most lyrical song out there, but it's awesome. Like it fucking it, it, rocks. It's yeah. part of your ass off to it. And he does have one really good line in there, though. Uh, the boys are feeling macho in their quattro real drive. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. all right, Hardy, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Man, that was good. But like, it's just cool to see somebody like him who, from, at least from what I understand, writes at least the majority of his own stuff. Oh, he's yeah, and um, he's, yeah. He started, but it's still and, so widespread. Yeah. Like he'll have a beautiful ballad and then a party thumber you know right after it yeah. right after it. it's cool yeah, he's all all over the all over the place and had some big um big co-writes too and had some big cuts i mean yeah. simple by fgl going out and tour with fgl this summer yeah he on wrote like more than one. seven songs seven or eight like of the songs yeah, on the new FGL yeah, record. that tree vibes thing that they got going right yeah. now is there's a lot of cool cool stuff cool vibes things going on so hardy and eric church on the country spectrum i'm sure you're listening yeah. to more than just country right now yeah i mean other than that it's pretty much just whatever kind of comes on the radio i listen i'll just like randomly pick stations but um those are the only two that i Go to on my Spotify. That's your go-to. Either that or I hate. I, you do it. I'm gonna admit it anyways. Hamilton, the freaking musical Hamilton. Really? I listen to it constantly. <laughs> I know every word almost. There are like, some people that love that. I love that freaking show. Like, but I grew up in a musical theater background. Yeah, but I got you, out of it because I, I hated the music. I gotta ask about that. We're gonna get to yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. I see. I, I, I just. I, so what kind of music you were doing? Musicals? Yeah, dude. That, so. 
I was the first place I started singing was like growing up in church, you know, you know, doing the kids stuff. And then I got to high school and it basically came down to I could either do choir or musical theater because I wasn't going to do band. There was no way you were going to convince me to pick up a, you know, orchestral band instrument. Which looking back, I wish I would have. Yeah. But I was not going to do it. I was like, man, I don't want to do choir because I'll get bored. There's a lot of girls in musical theater. I'll do, I'll go do that. That's literally right. how it started. Right. And then it was like, oh man, I'm I enjoy this. I love this. And I thought up until like the day I moved to Nashville, I thought I was moving to New York. And I thought I was gonna go try to do the the actor thing up there, like musical theater stuff. And my dad looked at me and goes, Look, you're you're a good singer, you're a good dancer, you can't act. And I was like, All right, cool, I'm in Nashville. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Like, Your dad is the best. Dad, I gotta just put that out there. He's one of those guys who's so nice and kind, but just, he'll just be blunt with you. But he's also a pastor, so the way that he's blunt with you is like, it, it, it kind of makes you feel bad, but also good at the same time. It's weird. Thing. It's not one of those things he's, where he's like, yeah, he's not like, screw you. you like, he's like, okay, look, I see son, what you mean. like I'm saying this with love. You suck. Like, yeah. don't, don't go, <laughs> oh, man. Like, you're gonna be broke. The whole two. We could do a whole nother podcast on the funny things that Tom oh, has said. Oh yeah, oh, my, my Tom, dad, Tom Velez, oh, Tom, yeah. Thomas Velez, yeah, Thomas good old Tom. So, but yeah, love like, that guy. But like growing up before I did that, like I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music in the house. Oh, so it was just uh, Christian. It was all. It was a lot of like John Amato, Michael W. Smith, oh, Carmen. All these stuff we got. And Elvis. And that's what we say. The only secular artist we listened to in the house was Elvis. And for, so, for me, come from New York, I don't any of those names aside from Elvis. You just named. I have no idea who they are. Most people don't, even if you're I, from here. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I grew up on that stuff, and I thought, I thought Carmen when he came out with that Carmen 316 album. Dude. Which I was like, bump that and the Kirk Franklin oh, revolution. Kirk Franklin, man, that. revolution chapter seven verses sixteen to seventeen. It's like, dude, how do you not get GP, high? Are you with me? Oh yeah. yeah. So when I was in, a, I was like, I think nine or ten. I was at church and we were doing like this, like kid children's talent show type thing, and all the kids are up there singing their little songs and dances. I did freaking Kirk Franklin. And all these old white people are just looking at me like, what is happening <laughs> in our church right now? And it's just funny. It's so, it was weird he growing up. Jesus. Like, that's why I love, like, Jesus, it was weird yeah. growing up in that. And I think that's why I like playing with these guys so much with, like, the harmonies and stuff we do. It reminds me of that type of stuff. Right. And, but yeah, I didn't start listening to secular stuff until I moved up here. And I literally had to ask Adam and Sean, a couple of guys, like, I need a lit, I need a song list. And they're like, what do you mean? Just, all the parties, I was like, I, I don't know them. Like, I had no idea. I didn't listen to – I had to learn Friends in Low Places. I had to, like, sit down and learn the words and learn – because I'd never heard it before. Wow. Yeah, so I moved up here literally with the start of it. Now, like, now I love country music. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know it inside out. But when I moved here, it was literally because – I thought I was a better singer than I was an actor, and that was it. It was just yeah. a 50-50 And so I was split. like, well, I can, you know, if I can learn all these lines in the script, I can learn all these songs, the same thing. Well, well I got to say thank you to Thomas Velez for, I think you made a good decision yeah. moving to Nashville. I think it yeah. worked out pretty well, the, the, blunt, yeah. the bluntness of a, of a Christian father. And, yeah, just very, uh, uh, very, Tom. like, you're not going to, and my wife likes to remind me that I'm not a real actor on an almost weekly basis. <laughs> okay. Because my, what's, the, what's the scenario? What's the scenario? Well, my, my wife, I met her at the 
It's actually the same theater we met. I met Adam at. I met my wife back in high school, and she was a musical theater major, and so she's like studied, and she's professionally trained and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, I could do that show. She's like, no, you're not a real actor. You couldn't do that show. I was like, but people like me. I can do this. I'm like, no, you're not a real actor. No. Thanks. Thanks, babe. I so, appreciate it. Fun fact, Carmen was actually the first concert I ever went to. Dude, my first really? concert yeah. was my first concert was Toby Mac. Bro. Toby Mac <laughs> in uh Huntsville, Alabama at the old Huntsville Stars Stadium. Yeah. It was my first yeah. Mine was at the Georgia Dome because I lived in Atlanta at the time before I moved to Alabama. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. Dude, yeah. Toby Mac and I never saw Carmen live, but I watched all his music videos. And when he was like, those were intense. When dude. he was, didn't he like jack a Queen song? He's like another one bites the dust, but he did like a Christian yeah, version yeah, of it. He did where he was like out there with like pistols that shot Christianity at you and like killed demons and stuff. It was weird. <laughs> it was a weird. That escalated quickly. No, I'm serious. It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, even yeah. exaggeration. No, All right, we're gonna go down that YouTube spiral tonight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will. I will yeah. be going down that look YouTube up, wormhole. Look up Carmen. Another one bites the dust, and. It is amazing. Oh, yeah. So, Sean, what did you grow up listening to? Um, <laughs> my, my musical journey was way the hell different. Right. Um, basically the exact opposite of Velez. Um, so my dad raised me on, like, all the classic rock stuff. Um, to, to put it into perspective, my first concert ever was Kiss and Aerosmith together on tour in like 2003. It's a little different than ours. Yeah, yeah. a little a little different. <laughs> um but yeah, that was like I picked up a bass because um uh, my dad was letting me listen to old Kiss records like when I was tiny. I was probably 10. And uh then I was like, yeah, I was I was a tiny ten? guy. Yeah, Two feet tall. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> um but yeah, so we <laughs> Uh, I started looking at like the album covers, and I picked Gene Simmons out of the album cover. I'm like, I like this guy the best. I asked my dad, what does he play in the band? And he's like, he's the bass player. I'm like, all right, I want a bass for Christmas. And so after, like, my mom and him had already split at this point, so they actually talked for the first time in a while. And they uh, they uh my dad got me the bass. My mom got me the amp or vice versa, one of the ways. And uh, so I started learning how to play bass. Um Dude, I've never heard this story. Yeah, dude, that's how I got into playing bass. And uh, then where Velez said he wasn't going to go pick up an orchestral band instrument or anything, I did. Uh, my whole family pretty much was in band or orchestra when they were growing up. Uh, none of them are doing anything with it now. They're all in the medical field, so I'm definitely still the black sheep of the family. <laughs> but um, like, uh, I started off in fifth grade on trumpet, Okay, and then I moved to uh, baritone or euphonium, if anybody knows what those are. And then I moved to uh, tuba in high school, played that all through high school. Then I went to college for music, and I started off on tuba. I was actually on scholarship for tuba at MTSU. And then I really got bored with tuba. I was like, you know what? I'm already playing bass. I may as well switch and play bass in college. So then I started uh, doing upright bass. Uh, and I was uh, playing upright jazz all the time. And then uh, in a couple of the ensembles, I was playing electric wow. and doing that. 
And so I got exposed to a lot of different things. I was not expecting this. The, the Les is growing up listening to hardcore Christian rock and, and like, yo, 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 power Jars, of Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and, then you're, and then you're playing. playing I'm playing tuba. shot. You're I'm playing just tuba I'm picturing you flipping face. through like album covers and being like, this guy, the one with the tight clothes and all the makeup and this. Yes. I want to be this guy. Yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah, that's. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I wanted to be Gene Simmons on tuba for a while, and that didn't work out, so I chose. <laughs> now, so what's the chance that you bring a tuba out to a Shelton Road concert? If anybody feels like buying me a tuba, I will totally do. Are that. they expensive? I right, we're gonna yeah. start a GoFundMe. For <laughs> my Sean, you set the road to the you know the used music shop, find one. Oh the man, oh, yeah. I would totally do it if um, I'm about to go to every pawn shop and yeah. like look for a There's tuba. There's yeah. them out there. Now I feel overshadowed. I played bugle in Boy Scouts. So, so did I. <laughs> Sorry. Right? I, I did too. Uh, but yeah, so um, I did all that. And then I also played, um, I w- like one of my favorite things I did while I was in college was I was in the steel drum ensemble. And so I played bass for it. So I kind of got that reggae, calypso vibe stuff going on. So I was doing a lot of um, Caribbean-inspired music for a while as well and so 311 became one of my favorite bands and um i've seen them probably four or five times now live and almost went on their cruise once really yeah they have a cruise yeah they they sponsor a cruise every year in like may or april that's got to be a wild time that's gotta be nuts it 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 looks like a lot of fun what are the laws in international waters for like, oh, for, three, for a three eleven crowd, for a three eleven crowd, if you can get it through customs, I mean, I'm sure they won't yeah. say anything. I'm sure, I'm yeah, I'm sure there's, there's yeah, yeah. Oh, but use use those use those cavities, yeah, yeah, absolutely. man. But um, that hard. But yeah, so all the while, you know, I'm playing all these band instruments and stuff. I'm also, you know, getting um, into Motown music. I'm getting into more of the hard rock stuff. Um, my mom tried to raise me on country since, yeah, since we're from Nashville. She's Tennesseans, yeah. And I rebelled against it. I hated country music until I was in college. And then I realized, you know what? Note for note, I'm going to make way more money doing this than anything else I could play, especially in this town. So I I started getting into country music that way. Now, how does that make you feel with the, with the new, um, with how there's all different styles going on with country right now? Because it's, there's so much going on that it's got to be easier to transition to. It's not all like, right. It, you know, um, I think had m- the modern country that we have today, had it been popular whenever I was growing up learning how to play my instruments and stuff, I actually might have enjoyed country music more. But because, you know, when I was growing up, it was, you know, Shania Twain, Do Alan not Jackson. talk bad about Shania. I'm yeah. not talking bad there. about her. I mean, <laughs> who didn't have a crush on Shania in the 90s, dude? you don't dude. do, okay? No, 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 I ain't talking bad about her. I'm just saying that... Like when my mom's trying to get me to have Garth Brooks be my favorite artist, yeah, I was like, no, well, it's forced <laughs> on you like that, right? Yeah. It was forced on me. My dad was like, "Hey, tell me what you think about this," and he would try and get me to listen to a bunch of eighty stuff, and I hated that because that's what he wanted me to really like. <laughs> I just rebelled against my parents, and I was like, "No, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> like what you like." So then, you know, later on in life, I'm like, "Oh man." 80s music is actually really cool. Yeah, as you wear, as you're wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing a, a Prince, wearing shirt. A Prince yeah. Purple Rain. Oh t-shirt. yeah, my, like my dad was such a huge Prince fan growing up. He has st- still to this day he has all of the original uh, 45s of all those Prince singles wow. from when they came out. 
And wow. um, we have them somewhere at his new house that well, he just got. Well, so, well, I, I think I know what would what would buy that tube we're looking for. Holy <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah, good <laughs> go good luck getting that <laughs> know, out of I me know. or my dad's know, cold dead hands. I hand. know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but that, but that's cool. So the you said so, it's somewhere at your dad's new house. Yeah, there's somewhere over there. I don't know where. What's, what's your dad's work <laughs> schedule this week? When, He's when, off for 34 when, days. When, no, when I can't get there. Empty. <laughs> my dad's on vacation right now. You plus you'd have to find it in that rat. Nest that he calls uh, an true. attic. That's true. But yeah, so um, my path was obviously a lot different than his. But then, um, you know, when we first started playing together, yeah, we were playing the country stuff, but we played a lot of classic rock tunes as well because back then we were a five piece as well. One, uh, the guy Adam that we've been talking about, he actually doubled on guitar and keys. So we were doing a bunch of the old. Uh, 60s and 70s rock stuff that had cool organ parts and all you know and then all the harmonized guitar riffs they would do all that so it kind of worked out that you know my rock background fused well into that original group and then this new group that we've started up shelton road 2.0 i guess um mason and i we feed off of the rock stuff spencer's a huge rock guy and then there's times where he'll just he'll be taking his break and We'll just come up with a song that he's either A, never heard before, or B, never heard us do before. He's like, did you guys go and rehearse that? We're like, no, we just, you know, we were raised on that stuff. And, you know, it just, you know, we, we'll, you never know what we're going to pull out at a show between uh, Mason Spencer and myself. So the one night that I got to run y'all sound-wise, yeah. I remember y'all were playing and y'all did the switch mm-hmm. where... Uh, the drummer went to guitar and guitar went to drums. Yeah. And they were playing stuff that was like hard rock, almost metal. And he's the only drummer that I see on Broadway that carries around a china. And that's like his like actual, like he uses it (laughs) very freely. (laughs) Yeah. But like you are doing this and you walk up to me, Velez, and you just go, they're just having fun. I'm just going to chill out over here. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just going to sit back. Yeah, it was like 40 minutes and you hadn't been on stage. I was like, are you going to sing? And you're like, no, nah, they're having fun. I'm going to let them have their they're fun. They're enjoying it. They're yeah. enjoying they're, themselves. They're, they're enjoying themselves. And it's, it's my second or third gig today. Like, yeah. I want to take a little breather. Well, yeah. I mean, it kind of depends, too. And, like, obviously, you're not going to do that on a Friday night. Just do yeah. it. But yeah. certain nights, man, well, especially was downtown. It was in like December, probably. Yeah, it's like yeah. December, like, January. Yeah, twenty degrees outside. There's six people in the bar. Like, dude, let's, let and they it, were loving everything that we were doing. Fun, you know? Yeah. Because what am I gonna do? I'm gonna get up on stage and stand there and stare at the crowd. Like, I, I don't yeah. know what's going we on. We should incorporate that into the show and just make that like a comedy bit. Like, <laughs> what are you doing on stage? I don't, Sean, we, we, I don't think we need any more comedy bits <laughs> in our freaking <laughs> show. Man. I love when you guys play Dixieland Delight and you guys all have your your bounce backs <laughs> and Mason screaming, "Roll Todd sucks!" and you're saying whatever. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> till I'm done. Yeah, till yeah. I'm done. And then um, instead of saying on a beer, you say on your mom yeah. or something like yeah. that. And my dollar <laughs> on do, your we mom. Do, we do a lot of mom jokes with this group. We there's do. a there's like five or six songs probably where somebody's mom's getting talked about something. or just or yeah. people's uh what what's the term i'm looking for there uh, uh the term is my parents are going to listen to this so we're not going to talk about that one <laughs> yeah this is this is going to be available on spotify perfect apple yeah. podcast and google play so the world and then i know always it. whenever y'all are coming like around because all you hear is just uh 
ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then you knock it on the door. Knock somebody, it on windows. Somebody, Spencer, Mason, or Sean's lifting up their shirt. Yeah. lifting up their shirt, oh, messing yeah. their mantini <laughs> stuff on the freaking door. Like, I mean, if we didn't carry instruments around with us, we would not be allowed in most of the bars. Oh, yeah, so, they I would see us though, walking like, and be like, no, no. no you're no, People no, pretending to lick windows. You know, we're just, and we're, you guys all have, you guys all kind of look similar where you have the beards going, you're all wild dudes on stage. Dude, we get it like almost nightly. People ask us if we're are a you guys related? Band. Yeah, are y'all brothers? Are y'all... And I've no. seen I've seen it happen where people ask, "Are you Luke Combs? Oh, are yeah. you Luke Combs' brother?" Yep. Yeah, and no. now it just kind of has rolled into the bit. It's like, yeah, it's kind of a, here's a song by my big brother. Yeah. He still hadn't paid me my part of the royalties, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh... I'll get him at Thanksgiving. We're you know we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get that money sorted well, out. I actually got in trouble for that one time downtown because we like you said we kind of made it a joke of it now because it just started happening so often. Yeah. And so I started saying it, and I said it one time, and apparently like this customer like complained to management saying that, like I was lying about all this stuff, and I was like, dude, I'm not like. No, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you I'm not Luke Combs' brother. Yeah. You could also uh, look at my name and see that uh, Velez is probably not the same as Combs. But, like, it just it blows my mind how gullible people can be downtown with oh, yeah. events like Dude, that. Like, you got to be careful. I get the same thing all the time. And, like, there's been times where I'm crossing 4th and Broadway, and somebody will yell. Like, I'm doing the whole cross from one corner to the other, and somebody's making a cross just the street, and they go, look, it's Luke Combs. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. No. Well, it's like you're obviously joking. Like, we're obviously joking about yeah. this stuff. We have lots of other bits, and if you want to get upset about something, there's a lot more to get upset oh, about yeah. here on our show. <laughs> just listen to any one of yeah. Sean's toasts. Yeah, just listen to anything. <laughs> it's like there's a lot more stuff to complain about or get upset about, but whatever. People can do what they want, I Is guess. He- for me, too, like working at the bar and stuff, like when I'm running sound, I'm wearing street clothes. I'm not trying to look like security because I already get so much confusion between that. Right. Like all the time people mm-hmm. are coming up, can you get this guy out? And I'm like, I'm wearing a pink shirt and khakis <laughs> and a blue hat. Why yeah, you do you think just I'm say security? yes and go do it anyways. Yeah, I mean. Take him out in the pink shirt. Yeah, but no, like they'll do that in the bar. Like I'll be trying to do something, like get from one end of the bar to the other. And somebody will stop me and go, do you know you look like Luke Combs? Like, yeah, I've heard it for the 58th time yeah. today. Thank you. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. <laughs> to me, it's like any, any, like, hefty guy with slightly red hair automatically and looks a like beard. Luke Combs. And yeah. a beard. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. No, dude, neither one of us looks anything like no. Luke Combs. But whatever. I mean, <laughs> People are gonna pay me. I, I see. I see it with you a little bit no, more dude, than I see no, with Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler, when his beard gets all all overgrown like a jungle, it can. A little well, that's bit. why I shave it a lot of times. Tyler's I'm also tired of the, Tyler's also six foot four. Yeah, Combs yeah. eight. Combs eight. Yeah. Six four. I'm also a bit of a bigger guy too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about it uh, for Halloween this year. If we do a Halloween show, me actually like shaving my facial hair, and doing everything just like him, yeah. wearing the, <laughs> Wear the PFG hat, yeah. PFG hat, the fishing shirt, everything else. <laughs> yeah. Walk around with a red solo cup the entire night. Yeah, like, keep a yeah. big wad, keep a thing of Copenhagen. Oh yeah, if you can. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have to get pouches though. I can't yeah. do it. Really? I can't, I can't I mean, do it. I mean, I was doing pouches recently for quite a while. We were on that trip and some of our buddies are giving I mean, I always used to talk shit about it. Dude, always... Spencer Spencer doesn't use pouches. And I don't understand how he can do it while he's singing. Like if I'm just sitting here, yeah, it doesn't matter. But like you figure it out. While you're singing, I <laughs> yeah. don't get it, man. Justin Moore does that. You'll see Justin Moore just spitting oh, yeah. out on stage. He'll be playing an amphitheater show and you'll see him just belting out something and he'll he'll be spitting, And then he'll turn around out. and Oh, yeah, he was there. He was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See the, you <laughs> see the, the drops tracks. on the ground. You see the tracks. <laughs> oh my god! 
I can't do it, man. I just, I don't know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I need to practice you know, more, I guess. It is an art form. So being from Bama, you roll Tide? Or, oh, yeah. Um, you roll tide? roll tide? So you roll yeah. Tide, not War Eagle. Oh, yeah. How yeah, intense is that rivalry? Because Tyler's I, – I fuck with Tyler. I always look at like a War Eagle or dude, Roll Tide sucks or here, this, that. He's like, dude, we don't joke about here's that. Here's the thing. I'm like, damn. Here's the thing. There's one week a year where you can't joke about it. Yeah. The rest of the year – Iron Bowl week, you don't joke about it. You don't – it, it's serious shit that week. The rest of the week, if Auburn's yes, rest of the year, if Auburn's playing, I'm rooting for Auburn. Really, I, yeah, every I'm... Auburn fan I know, if Alabama's playing, they're rooting for Bama because you still want it in the state. Like if I can't have it, I want Auburn to have it. Like so it's same still with hometown. the SEC too. Like if they're in a bowl game playing somebody else, unless it's Tennessee, like I'm. I was about to I'm say, yeah, yeah. Like, other Tennessee. Tennessee. You hate? No. Why do you hate Tennessee that much? Yeah, just, that's, that's, the third the week in, that's the third week in October, man. It's, yeah, that's it, the third week like, of October. There are people. In both states, that like they they schedule life events around that third really? week. Were you on the uh, Were you on that wedding we played a couple years ago? Maybe it was uh it was the, uh, the one in Birmingham. It was the Alabama Tennessee game, and we were playing. No, I don't think you were on this one. No, uh, it was Alabama Tennessee game, and I was playing this wedding, and it was uh like in this barn, country wedding, whatever. I and was at the on front that of one. The altar, I remember that now. Front yeah. of the altar, where the bride and groom were going to stand, they had a TV on like one of the school. Remember, like the school stations <laughs> where they roll the TV into your classroom. <laughs> yep. They had one of those at the front of the altar, and everybody was sitting there watching the game. They postponed the ceremony until the game was over, and then they pulled the TV out, dropped flowers down, and they came out and got married. <laughs> like it's a serious. I thing. had friends that they uh, their initial date was the Alabama Auburn game. Oh, yeah, you gotta change they, that. They moved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, and then SEC, it was the SEC, SEC game, and we were yeah. in the Alabama was we, in the SEC championship, so they moved it two weeks because of that. We yep. thought my we thought my wedding was going to end up being on an Alabama playoff game day, and like I had family members call me and be like, "Dude, if it's if it's this day, I'm not coming. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be at your wedding. Like my town in Alabama. I'm from a very small town. Where are you from again? Atmore, south oh, yeah. part of the state. So, yeah. uh, I've been down there. Yeah, there's the big casino. Y'all might have. Yep, I yep, played uh, the casino. Yep, there you go. So <laughs> if you go into the, like, the springs, if you go down yep. into the uh, downtown part of Atmore, like whenever the game is on and stuff, that's where, that's where all the two story buildings town. are. Yeah, 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 that's that's where they have like a little apartment above the shop. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's those buildings. But yeah, no, literally the whole town is just a ghost town during Alabama oh, yeah. or Auburn games, and yeah, especially like, Alabama versus Auburn. It's like Texas, it's a ghost town on Fridays. In Alabama, it's a ghost town on Saturdays. Like, yeah. That, damn, yeah. yeah. I want to get to an SEC game. I've never been to an SEC football game. I grew up a big Virginia Tech fan. So okay. I'd, go to, I'd go to Blacksburg and jump around for Edgerstand, man, and do all that well, cool stuff. Don't, and, well, don't expect your typical SEC atmosphere at Vandy. I know we're in I'm Nashville, not, I'm not, but... Yeah, no. Yeah, I, like, yeah, not, Vandy, and I've, Vandy and I've, thought just, about, I've thought about going to a Vandy game, but... I mean, it's, it's cool, but, like, I wanna, if you want go yeah, to... Go to a Tennessee game. Go to a UT go to a, game or a Bama or Bama. an Ole Miss or something Dude, like honestly, that. Honestly, one of my favorite states, I love going to an Auburn game. Yeah. Like, I've been just, to more Auburn games than I have Alabama games. I have, games. too. Yeah. Um, I was dating a girl back a long time ago that was... Her whole family was Auburn, like, super fans. So we would go to a lot of their games, and they're just their pregame stuff. Everything is really cool there. Yeah, yeah. the Tiger Walk in. Like, yep. there was one time I was standing in the Tiger Walk, and Tim Hudson's literally like right beside me, just like talking. And so that was really yeah. cool. 
That is that is cool. Speaking of cool, the original music you guys got out right now. Yeah, you got the man. single out. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Yes, right? pretty much everywhere. Yeah, and uh, and you guys said you got more music coming, hopefully mm-hmm. by the end of the year. So hopefully. talk about the single. What went into this one? So this is a song that uh, I actually wrote with a buddy of mine named Tyler Cannon, um, who's actually used to be my roommate. But we wrote this song a few years ago, about three years ago. And uh, it was literally, we wrote it a couple days after Valentine's Day. And he had gone through like a crazy breakup and was super depressed. And he was like, dude, is it just me who's doing this stuff? So we just wrote the song and never thought anything of it. And then we brought it back with this group um, to actually record it. This is the first time it's been recorded and released. But it's just, uh, you know, you go through a breakup, you start wondering like, Dude, like, you go out and you're crying or you're waking up in the middle of the night. You're doing all these things. Like, is it just me? Like, is she over this? Like, is is this bothering her at all? And it's kind of just where the song came from. And then you've got some other ones that I've seen you play. So I was at the sh- at uh, Whiskey Jam when Whiskey you guys Jam. played. Yeah, that, was that was, what, fun. like a month or two months ago? Yeah. All the days run into each other. Yeah, that, I think we did that in, that was... in like, February. Yeah. Yeah. End of February. No, that was actually on Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, yeah that's right. It that was. was the Valentine's yeah. Day Jam, yeah. Yeah, so we did that one, and then... Uh, we did it on a bus call uh, last week as well. But, yeah, we got – that one's the only one that's out right now. But coming out after that, we got What You Think, which is kind of a uh, party hookup song. You right. know, it's like, hey, you know, what you think, girl? You know, that type of thing. And wrote that with uh, Tyler as well. And then um, got a couple more. We got Last Call, another party song. We're going to redo that one soon. And, and we got – Two more that we're going to redo that are all older ones that we're bringing back. So you're right. So you're writing all your own stuff. Like oh yeah, you're, yeah, so yeah. You're you're as into it as a songwriter as you are. Man, singing I'm, the stuff. I'm trying to be. You know, I I work hard at it. Uh, honestly, it's not my not my strongest point. I don't think, um, but it's something I'm trying to work on a lot and trying to be surrounding myself with strong writers I can learn from and work with because. I'm not one of those guys that feels like I have to write all my own stuff or or we're not real. Like, there's a job. People have jobs as songwriters for a reason. Not yeah. everybody that can sing and perform can write. Not everybody who can write can sing and perform. Yeah. Um. So I'm not opposed to bringing it out to that stuff, but right now, yeah, it's it's all ours. So co-writing for you is a big thing right now oh, yeah. at this point. Oh yeah. Finding people to collab with. And oh yeah. yeah get yeah. in a room and getting yep. after it. Yep. It's uh, it's easier said than done. Sometimes you get a lot of people in Nashville like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go write. Let's do this, and then never hear from again you know yeah. uh but yeah no we're we're working on uh getting some new stuff out and but yeah is it just me is the single right now you can get it pretty much everywhere so all right cool you you cool playing uh which one you want to play for us they were gonna do the single i think right, we're gonna do is just me yeah. awesome now where can people go to find you guys as a band yourselves individually yeah Anything. you can uh find the band on sheltonroad.com uh facebook and instagram both those um you can find me in instagram facebook andrew velez music um, so. I'm Sean Bellamy music, everything, nah. like everything, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. I don't, I don't mess with Twitter. And I don't mess with Twitter either. Yeah, shit, I, I, shit I, gets I, you in trouble. Yeah. yeah I'm like, uh, I just go there to troll people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have fun at three. He's the one with the six dark accounts that no one is like, who is this guy? No one knows. Now we yeah, know. Which real, yep. which real quick, a story real quick. I know Tyler gave me his producer hands where we got to wrap up real quick, <laughs> but, um, you were talking about um, you had your first negative comment oh, on social yeah, media. That story, real quick. <laughs> it was weird. Great story. So, first of all, real fast, because Mason could be here. Look him up, Mason Sticks, on all the socials yeah. as well. But 
Yeah, so literally on my way over here today, I got a notification on my phone. We had somebody commented on a video. And I was like, okay. And, you know, obviously I, we're still the one doing all that right yeah. now. And so I pull it up. And normally, you know, you get a range of comments, whether it's, this is awesome or sounds good. Or most of the time, at least from what we've had, it's been positive. Yes. We got one. Literally, it was a video from Whiskey Row. And it was this big party video. We shot it with my iPhone on the stage, like a 15-second clip, obviously just showing the crowd. When you're on stage, you can't hear shit. Yeah. And he just commented and said, sounds bad. That was it. No explanation, nothing. Just sounds bad. And so I sent him one back immediately because I like, I didn't want to be a jerk asshole. I wanted to be like a kind asshole, you know, because I'm a pastor's kid and that's what we do. <laughs> and... uh so I sent him one back and said, thank you for taking the time to post your opinion. Hopefully you can come out and see us live soon so you can really hear the band instead of throwing an iPhone on stage. See you soon. Just like this passive-aggressive little comment. <laughs> out of and then like all of our other fans on the page stuff started like commenting on it and being like, you're being a jerk. These guys are awesome. And we were at that show. It sounded great and all this stuff. I'm like, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. Because we're just yeah. now getting into the social media stuff. Road, so it's all the, still yeah. new to the, me. The roadies are coming out. And yeah. And it, it's cool, cool being like, oh, man, people actually like for every one jerk, you know, there's people who actually do enjoy it and yeah. care, you know. So it's cool. Yeah. So there you go. You guys jump on the social media pages for Shelton Road and uh, have their back when uh, people are, are, yes. are judging them through a little crowd shot at a video. <laughs> yeah. stuff. And, of course, come out and see a show, Shelton Road. Dot com and a lot of tour dates. You guys are going to be all over the place. This yeah, summer, you said, and uh, yep. new music will be coming out. And yep. now, going to be they're going to pick up their guitars and uh, start playing for you and whatnot. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Episode eight, right, Tyler? Yep. Episode eight. Damn, we're already awesome. in eight of these things. And uh, you guys can follow us along in the round podcast on Instagram, in the round on Facebook. And uh, we've also got some cool stuff online and on our YouTube channel as well. You'll get to see exclusive video content of Andrew and Sean uh, playing Is It Just Me uh, awesome, as man. well. So, awesome. You guys, thanks for listening. Make sure if you enjoyed it, you tell your friends about it. If you're a writer, hit us up on the socials. You want to come on as a guest, we'll set something up. And, uh, and yeah, guys, you all sit back and enjoy Shelton Road, the single Is It Just Me right now here on In The Round Podcast. I woke up to another stranger by my side Pretty face, sweet embrace Gets me through the night Is that season? Yes, I go out and make my rounds I put on a show Laugh and smile, it's worthwhile Just so nobody knows I'm breaking down Cause every night when I go out She's all I think about Does she wake up crying in the middle of the night Drown a memory underneath her lights Does she like to dance just to feel someone's touch Dial my number just to hang up, tell me Does she or is it just me?
heard the rumors going round. I couldn't believe she come home. I wouldn't know. She never called me. It just don't seem right. Cause we made plans, mapped it out with no end in sight Even swore I was the one, the future seemed bright And she was gonna take my name Has this been months since she walked out? Well, she's all I think about Does she wake up crying in the middle of the night? Her drown a memory underneath her lights Does she like to dance just to feel someone's touch? Her dial my number just to hang up Tell me, does she or is it just me? Does she wake up crying in the middle of the night? Drowning memories under neon lights. Does she like to dance just to feel someone's touch? Her dial my number just to hang up. Does she wake up crying in the middle of the night? Her drowning memory under neon lights. Does she like to dance? Just to feel someone's touch Her dial my number Just to hang up Tell me Does she Oh tell me Does she Or is it just me Or is it just me